Hey, well, uh, welcome to our online service. And this was supposed to be opening weekend for my dogs, but it did not quite work out that they were able to play. But I'm still going to support them and support them today. I hope you're able to uh, figure out who you support, you know. Okay, I'm not even going to make jokes about this week because it's been crazy uh, talking about trying to count numbers and figure out who you support. I'm talking football. I don't know what you're talking about. We're jumping into a new series. And we led you towards this series last week uh, when we said the uh, verse 10 in 1 Peter 4, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Use these gifts well to serve one another. And while my gift of sarcasm is not one of the many listed here in Scripture, we've got some ideas that we want to talk about for a couple weeks. In fact, this is a, a brief series leading up to Thanksgiving. And our goal would be that we would discover that serving God and each other results in life to the full. Uh, this is your opportunity to experience the rewards that come with a life marked by serving God and each other. Serving God and each other, by each other I mean the church community and the community at large, right? Results in life to the full. Serving's the universal language of love. We don't know we love each other unless we serve one another. And, and that makes your love cut through the noise of this world and really change the course of history for people's lives. We want to invite you into this journey of serving together. And uh, John 10.10, Jesus did the same. He made way for life to the full. He says this, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I believe the way you get that life to the full is through Jesus but it's through serving as Jesus served. We're going to unpack that the next couple of weeks. Serving is the action of love. It's, it's why we began the hashtag a little over a year ago, love serve life. Those moments where uh, we're loving people and we're serving people, that's, that's the moment that comes back on us. We give and it comes back to us, this life to the full that's hard to explain. If ever I'm in a moment where I have the opportunity to love through service and capture it or tell it the story, I love to hashtag that love serve life. As we learned last week, our love for one another is what makes our faith so evident. It's just very clear. And if people will see our love, they must see it in the form of service. They're literally inseparable. So our big idea today is simple. God has given each of us different gifts to serve. He's given each of us different gifts to serve. I remember serving at one of our, our first events. It was one of the first years of open life. And uh, we were serving an event that happened every year in the community called Beautify Bonnie Lake. And that uh, still happens in the community in the fall, like the third Saturday in September, I believe. Events, uh, we, we would come out and we'd serve these different places all over the community. And, and I remember one of the specific years we were grooming a trail 
that led to the high school through some woods. That was our Beautify project that year. And we were doing it alongside other groups in the community. And uh, there was another faith group there uh, that, that was there because in, in their belief system, they had to do works of service in order to earn favor with God. And it was really interesting how our dialogues with one another somehow became so evident. I mean, we don't believe you have to work for salvation. In fact, we, we find in Scripture that salvation is by faith in Jesus alone. It's not uh, because of we've earned it, because therefore we can't boast, right? The Word challenges us with that. But as we were working shoulder to shoulder... And, and we were kind of having fun and open lifers were out there and joy and encouraging one another and bantering during the course of trimming back blackberry bushes and, and uh, weed whacking and just having a good time. One of the people observing, just an outside observer, began to question uh, the motivations behind each team serving. In fact, uh, they asked the other group, faith group, they said, well, why are you guys out here, you know, and they're like, well, we have to. And, and when they looked at us and they're like, well, why are you guys so happy about it? And we were like, well, we, we get to. And I, I think there's a big difference there. The, the had to versus get to mindset is all about the heart of God and service for the community and for others. And after serving moments like Beautify Bonnie Lake and and the community big give or a missions trip or any of these big moments. My heart is so full, it's hard to even express it in words, right? Or imagery even. Um, but it's not just these grand moments that actually increase our witness or our love or the full life that we sense. It's the, the more simple acts of service to one another Maybe it's rolling up a banner, or maybe it's dropping an A board or saying hello at an open door or online. Maybe for you, it's hitting the share button, whether that's on YouTube and sharing the on-demand message after you give a, a like on there so that more people visibly experience the service, or maybe on Facebook, you're sharing or you're commenting on somebody else's comment just to bring encouragement, either for those that are live watching or those that will watch in the future. That's doing something with your faith. And you'll find that as you do something with your faith, even with a like or a share, your heart feels that. Something happens from the inside out. Uh, it was really intriguing. This week, we had uh, a long discussion, kind of long discussion. We were trying to hit a lot of details, but we were talking about how we could just even be more hospitable for those who are showing up in person at a service. Um, we were talking through bottles of water or coffee or kids and, and just when some of those realities could happen with COVID restrictions and, and the desire to do them versus the ability to do it safely and, and according to what regulations are out there. And in that longing, even, it's not because we have to, like we want to serve. It's like that heart factor. My love is increasing so much. I want to do something about it. It's, it's not uh, a mandate, if you would. It's just this opportunity. 
I love in Matthew 10, 42, it says, if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. I mean, how simple is that challenge that Jesus was giving there? But that's like what we were longing for this week. We're like, could we just hand out a bottle of Jaden Haynes approved water, of course, for those of you who were around back when that talk happened. So we, uh, this is your opportunity ultimately to serve. And we're just like, we want to figure out how we can serve God well and each other. And that's what this talk is going to be about. God has given each of us different gifts to serve. Listen to Romans 12 for it unpacks us a bit. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts, one body, and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with a, a, as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. God has given you different gifts for doing certain things well, right? We need to share our gifts with one another confidently so that we can begin experiencing life to the full together. Here's our first thought today. We need to begin using our gifts. We need to begin using our gifts. Some of us, we're not functioning in the strengths that we have for each other or for God. Do you remember what it was like back in the day, way back in the day, when we used to shake hands? <laughs> oh man, see, I'm still being cynical. But the reality is, it seems like so long ago, and when you you come up and somebody wants to shake your hand now, you're like, uh, what, uh, uh. Uh, what do we, you know, but think about this moment for a second. I want you to visualize shaking hands or maybe an experience you had that felt very hospitable and where, where somebody did shake your hand. Uh, not one of those weird shake moments, but a, a genuine good handshake. Reach back in your memory blink. You, there probably, if you got a good handshake, it wasn't like this, right? Like some weird lazy hand extension. It was, if it was welcome, they weren't shrinking back and shaking your hand. It would have been more like uh, a, a confident lean in and extension. And if you start to really visualize the whole experience, then you probably made eye contact. There's probably an exchange of um, like genuine extension, which actually that eye contact or a smile probably came from the heart and manifested on the outside, which is why it felt real. It wasn't just a, a fake, hi, welcome, because that wouldn't have been hospitable, right? If it was genuine and memorable, then you probably heard a tone in their voice that was like, welcome, thanks for coming. And you were able to, to just really genuinely reach out, eye contact. Again, now listening skills were engaged as you say, thank you or whatever back and forth. Kind of think through that whole process. What was involved? The whole 
body, right? If it wasn't weird, the whole body was involved. Somebody welcomed you in their voice and their eyes and their ears and their mind and their heart. And I think that's where Paul was challenging us here is, and where I'm going, it took the whole body, each part, doing their part well, actively for love and servanthood and hospitality to exist. The church is a body and it's made up of people. People who are each uniquely gifted to lead others into a growing relationship with Jesus. And if we are doing it well, we're each doing certain things well. But if we are relying on just a few people to attempt to do everything, that's when the whole church will miss out. The whole church, not just a few people. It's not like, oh, well, those guys are going to get their reward. No, though, like everybody's missing out on something if we're not all engaging in the area of our gifts. I'm not just saying that everybody has to do something so that nobody has to do everything. That is true. I mean, that, that's a true statement, but that's not where I'm going with this. Where I'm going with this is if we really all want to experience a more full life together, then we need the contagiousness of a servant spirit among our church. It creates a momentum that is uncontainable. Uh, I'm praying that each of us will consider how God has gifted us to serve during the course of these, this talk and next week's talk. How am I gifted to, to serve? And, and if no one else has my gift, what can I put into action today? Like, what can I say yes to? What can I initiate uh, so that the church is built up, so that the community is impacted by the life they witness among us? I hope you're, you're following along with the Open Life Bible reading plan. We're in Acts now, and, and we were, uh, you can catch it on version or on the Open Life Church app on the bottom right. Just join in whatever day you start. I would start today, right? And uh, it's a great reading plan. We read Acts 6. And the beginning of Acts 6, they were picking people to serve and, and do tasks waiting on tables in this instance so that the disciples could devote themselves to prayer and preaching of the word. And they were neglecting some of the tables that needed served and some of the people who needed served. And they were going to get neglected because the church was growing. So they had to recruit more people to operate in the gift of serving. And it was really insightful. I love that passage because people were saying yes to being served and commissioned to serve. And that's, I'm here today to commission all of us to say yes to serving God and each other. And, and, and that's what the church is all about. That's my, like my gifting as a pastor. This is, this is my job description in Ephesians 4.11 says, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, right? Teachers, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind and new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. 
Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love, right? Full of love is both a result of cause and of doing the work. Like there was work to, to, that caused them to do something. And all of a sudden they were full of love because they were doing the work and they saw the work and they engaged in the work. It's that love, serve, life, repeat, love, more life, more serving, more life, repeat. You know, it's that, that cyclical process, if you will. There's one thing the pandem pandemic has taught me is the danger of growing uh, a church through gimmick or vibe or position on uh, an issue. Those things come and go. But when we grow out of becoming more and more like Christ in every way, that's something that changes lives down to the soul. And it's evident. It's evident by the way we serve, by the way we love, I want to make a commitment to you today. Open life is not going to ask the question, what do we need? And track with me. We're going to ask, who can we empower? Right? Why is this significant? Because, because we're not going to settle with, with two greeters at a door when there's five doorways and we can have five greeters to greet even if it's only 60 people showing up for an in-person service. Uh, we're not going to settle with just a, a, a couple voices encouraging people on Facebook as they watch a service live, right? We're, we want to encourage everybody's voice to breathe life and encouragement into one another. We don't, we don't want just a couple small groups that can host people to start re-engaging with community over content with one another. We want to empower multiple groups to begin so that everybody has an opportunity to begin to grow in authentic and genuine relationships with each other. And how many musicians do we need? No, we're not gonna ask that question. How many can we use this week? We're dreaming, we're thinking fresh and forward and ahead, right? Who can edit the videos and pictures? No. How many people can take pictures and share what God is doing in and amongst our group, right? Can I let you in on a little secret? And I know this is on the internet, so it could be dangerous. I'm going to say this, but anyway, uh, we don't need the entire community to show up to the community to give in order to do it, um, in order to feed 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 people. Honestly, we could do it safer with less people. But that's not what God's challenging us to do, is it? He hasn't equipped us to just motivate a few people. God has challenged us to engage as many people as we can mobilize into serving each other in this city and giving us this challenge that we've just said yes to years and years ago and year after year as it grows and grows and grows, we keep saying yes in fact, we have so many people already signed up to deliver meals 
that we may have to go from the, those who signed up for 10 meals a car to only allowing them five meals a car so that more cars can serve. Why would we do that? Because we know the full life that comes through serving. That's like an open door to the soul and the heart of our community. Now, this is what's dangerous, and we've witnessed it over the last few years. It would be easy to sit back and say, well, yeah, I go to Open Life, and we, we help do that thing called the Community Big Give, but I don't go because, like, there's just so many people. I want the community to have a chance to, I, I want the community to be able to serve. But that's not what God has challenged us to do. He's challenged us to show up and serve doing life with one another with the zeal we have. Because again, why? That's the demonstration of our love that the community can witness. So it's vital open life shows up to serve. And you can show up to serve in person, on the ground, at the in-person sign up, or you can show up and deliver if you have family and little kids and know you wouldn't make it very long outside in the Traditionally, it's really cold on this day. By the way, can we all pray that it doesn't snow on November 21st or the 20th in Jesus' name? Let's just pause and declare that. Um, so how else, like, I, I just look at this and go, man, we want the conversations to happen at, at the Community Big Give the same way as they did at that beautiful Bonnie Lake years ago. Like, why are you serving with such joy? Uh, how else will people see the demonstration of our love for one another if we don't show up to the very things we're trying to inspire the community to do? We must display the full life that comes from using our gifts to serve the heart of God uh, for our city. Thought two, a lot shorter, by the way, so stick around. You're gonna not wanna miss this. We experience God more powerfully when we use our gifts for his glory. We actually experience God more powerfully when we use our gifts for his glory. Ephesians 6, 7 says, work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than people. We know when we serve, it's for the Lord. This isn't just something we're trying to check off. Our motivation is not a task. We are not serving to serve. We understand the deeper work that is happening within our spirit when we serve. Our motivation is, is certainly twofold. <laughs> we want to serve God while serving, and we want to serve each other. Whether it's in the church or in the community, that's our call. And, when, and we really need it to be in the church and in the community. It's both and, not either or. When we create an app or an update, uh, update the website so someone could find their way to a group or church online or church in person. It, it should, it, even if that's our task, just doing a graphic for a website, that does something in our spirit. That should give us that, that joy. That's not a meaningless task. Again, for those of you who are on right, online right now, never underestimate the power of a like or a share. You all of a sudden expose your blast radius, your friendship circle with what is inspiring your spirit. And in that very act of liking or sharing, you're actually involving yourself in uh, uh, the faith, in witnessing, in serving others in the community and in serving the church. Say something about the service. Don't just hit share, hit, hit, 
you know, I'm gonna share this, but I'm gonna type something personal as well. That's powerful. Now you're invoking the power of your testimony, which the Bible says overcomes the enemy, right? We overcome the enemy by the power of the word, the blood of Jesus, and the power of our testimony. For, for you becoming like, it's as easy as a like or a share to become a digital missionary. Some churches have started digital missionary training. We haven't started that yet, but I bet one of you are uniquely gifted to teach it. This will lift your soul like never before. There's just so many ways to involve ourselves in serving each other. When we deliver a meal to a family who's had a, a, a brand new baby, or maybe they had a surgery, or maybe it's a family who actually is hurting because they experienced loss, that's serving the Lord, not just serving a family. It brings joy to us. Does it make more work in our home and we're feeding ourselves and another? Absolutely worth every second of it. So what's your perspective on this? Like, like how do you face serving? Is it like uh, another thing? Or are you longing for it, right? Are you viewing it as just busy work? Is handing a first-time guest and and everybody always free book, too small of a task. Um, no, it's a serve opportunity. Is, is placing an A-board not, not sexy enough? <laughs> it's not the most joyful thing ever, but it just it's, it's hospitality to somebody that's serving the Lord. Anyone can hand out a meal. I'm I, I, so, so I'm going to stay home and not do the community big give or, you know, I got to catch up on my Hallmark movies that started DVRing at the beginning of September anyway. That was a jab at my daughters, just an insider. <laughs> no, it's that they're not going to stay home. They love to serve. But I'm saying Hallmark Christmas starts later, later. Uh, we, we look at the things that can distract us and we're like, oh, I, I'm not needed. There's enough people. Stop disqualifying yourself from the very thing that'll feed your soul and bring you out of the mire that we're living in right now and the distractions that we're living in right now. We need this more than ever to serve one another and pull our minds out of wrong perspective. The harvest is full. The workers are few. Where does that kind of a thought come from? Matthew 9, 35 through 38, Jesus demonstrates serving to his disciples. It says, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues, announcing the good news about the kingdom. He healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. We need more workers. We need more people that say, yes, I'm going to be a worker. It's been an issue and Jesus knew it was an issue. And he challenged us to pray for workers. I can't wait to empower more people to work. That's what we do every day. And God has given each of us different gifts to serve. Here's an action thought for you today. And I'm going to make it practical. Begin serving each other. Begin serving each other. I'm calling for 100% participation. 
participation on Saturday, November 21st at the Community Big Give. In fact, we're taking it so seriously. Well, really, we have to uh, do this. But, you know, we're going to have a service, service day. Uh, we are going to serve on Saturday, November 21st and not have a service in person. In fact, that whole weekend's gathering is us gathering to serve our community on Saturday the 21st in the morning. We're moving everything to focus on that because we want to show up boldly, either delivering meals or serving on the ground, prepping those meals. Or maybe some of you are going to ha have the service of staying home with littles that would just not be able to endure the day in a season of your life that serving and send some of you out, keep some of you home. I get that. I get that with young people in the home. The second way I'm calling you to begin serving is serve at church. Um, in our world, we've always been very conscious of not allowing people to burn out. So we make it to where people can only serve once or twice a month. And I love the message I got this week from Jaden as he was scheduling worship teams. And he's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get all of you scheduled. Like, that's a great challenge, right? Because we, we only have these two in-person gatherings. And it was like, man, I am so hoping that that's an issue all across the board. Because then what do we have to do? Create more ways for people to engage in meaningful ministry and serving one another. The harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Once we have a couple greeters at doors, we can have greeters at inside doors and then greeters in a parking lot and then greeters out on the road and we can get one of those spinny sign people or somebody holding one of those flappy balloons or what about online? We can have more than one host on a feed and maybe we could start to create some ingenuity in the area of how we're delivering our online messages in more of a place where we offer prayer and, and have even more intentional hosts and moments where we have online services and online campuses. There's so much we can do with workers. And there's unlimited ways of jumping into the mission of Jesus in the most simple form, which is serving our neighbors with love. And uh, so I just want to encourage you. This is the reality. Serving God and each other results in life to the full. This is your opportunity to experience the rewards that come with a life marked by serving God and each other. And I wanna pray for you, that you jump up and start serving today. God, I thank you for everybody who's able to watch this service online. And I pray that you would encourage them as they begin to serve and step out. Yeah, maybe it's their neighbor first, or maybe it's gonna be the community big give, or maybe you've identified and spoke clearly to them during the course of this message today even of what their unique talent or gift or strength of serving is. God, maybe it's communication and we get to make a way for them to host and, and eventually give a, a talk like this or a message or a sermon or raise them up. Maybe they're gifted to be a pastor or a missionary. God, we want to raise up your workers for the globe, not just for this church. And I pray that, Lord, we would be able to steward those gifts faithfully, fan them into flame. God, that we could bless this community as we serve one another in love. May our love be so evident through every action of service we provide. And we can't wait for the life that comes out of that, not only individually, but together as we all do our special work. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Lord bless you. We can't wait to see you next week.